I made my dad choose between me and his new family. Make sure to subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit that bell to turn on notifications. I'm a 25-year-old female and my father, who's 52, along with my three-year-old Cocker Spaniel, Moxie, live in my mom's ancestral house that I inherited along with other assets when she died when I was 16 due to cancer. My father got married to his high school sweetheart a few months ago while he was on a trip with his friends. Apparently, they've been in contact for almost two years now. I was shocked, but it's his life and if he's happy, then I'm okay with it. They moved in a week after the small wedding that I wasn't even invited to since I had no idea that they were even dating or that he was dating. She, my dad's wife, that we'll call Steph, who's 51 years old, came with baggage. I mean, twin sisters, both 20 years old, Lizzie and Lexi and their two chihuahuas, Gucci and Hermes. They go to state college nearby and thought that it would save them money if they lived here instead of paying rent, etc. My dad asked if it was okay and he also stated that the house is big enough for us. Seven bedrooms, 8.5 baths, a basement, and a huge yard with a pool. To make my dad happy, I said yes. Big mistake. The first issue was the argument of me moving to a smaller room since my room has the second biggest closet out of all the rooms in the house. She said she needed it to store all of her luxury bags and clothes, etc. I said no. I told her it's been my room since I can remember and she's not making me move when it's my house. My dad compromised with her and said that he'll give his side of the closet to her while his things are in the other room. The second issue was the twins have this habit of barging into other people's rooms without knocking and that includes my office. I'm currently working at home due to the pandemic. Lexi walked in one time wearing a bikini looking for something while I was in the middle of a business meeting. She literally walked behind me where everyone could see her. I was pissed off and embarrassed. Third, their dogs are not potty trained and would poop and pee all over the house and the twins wouldn't even clean up after them. They're also very aggressive towards Moxie. I found Moxie one time with a scratch on her left eye where the other two dogs would usually nip at when they get the chance. Fourth, all of the family photos in the house were removed and put in the attic without my approval. That includes my grandparents, my great-grandparents, my mother's family photo, my family photo, my baby pictures, etc. I took my time to put them all back to where they belong. This happened a few times. Two days ago, Steph did it again, but this time she replaced them with her pictures, the twins, her family, etc. Steph, my dad's wife, and I had a heated argument about it. I told her that she can't do anything regarding the decorations, etc. in my house without my approval and that her daughter should also learn how to knock on doors and have their dogs potty trained. She said that they can do whatever they want in her house and that she will be making up house rules that we will all follow since she thinks that I'm a wild animal doing whatever I want and that I was not raised properly due to having a bad, useless mother. Referring to my mother who died of cancer when I was 16. I was livid and that is an understatement. I told her that she can pack her things along with her twins because I'm kicking her out. She said I have no right to kick them out from her house and I told her and I quote, Lady, you are living under my roof. This is my house. I inherited it from my mother and right now you, your twins, and your dog are trespassing. Get out before I call the cops. My dad got home early that day after Steph told him what happened. I told him 
my side of the story. He said that they're still getting used to the house and the move here was difficult for them. I told him all about the issues surrounding them, but he kept insisting that it's going to get better and that to just give them some time. I told him that I've put up with all their crap and I've had enough. Enough is enough. He was defending them more, taking their side. So I told him he can either move out with them or stay and that he has until the end of the week. Did I do the right thing here? Making my dad choose between me and his new family? I literally gave them a chance and I've put up with so much of their crap for the past few months. What she said about my mother was my breaking point. There's no way that she will disrespect her in the house where she grew up in, where I grew up in. Am I the jerk? This post might make me seem like I'm a pushover and maybe I am. I just don't like confrontation, arguing, or anything that ends up fighting with someone. I'm just not that type of person. I will be changing the locks. Unfortunately, the gates in the property is old and rusted and it's been open for who knows how long, so I can't really do much about the gate right now. Anyway, I called the same lawyer that handled my mom's will to review if there's any loophole or any chance that my dad can contest it. I will be seeing her in a couple of hours. Regarding my dad... He's a good man and he's worked hard to provide for me and my needs when my mom died. He's never asked me to tap on my money to help with the living expenses, etc. He makes a decent amount of money as an engineer, like six figures. So I don't think he's after my money. I could be wrong though. I just think he's blinded that someone still finds him attractive at his age. Also, it didn't help how it was his high school sweetheart. I've also talked to him about his impromptu wedding and how he kept things from me. He just said that he didn't know how I was going to react if I knew that he was dating the ex-girlfriend before he met and married my mom. I was pissed off, but I got over it since he seemed happy having her around. I don't know what their whole story is or if there's bad blood between her and my mom to make her lash out like that and disrespect my mom, but still. Steph and her evil spawns are staying somewhere in town. I have no idea where and I don't care to find out. They have the money to take care of themselves and if they run out, they always have their luxury bags to sell. Honestly, who needs so many bags that require a whole closet just to store them? If anyone's wondering where my relatives are, well, my mom was an only child and my grandparents left her everything. When my mom died, I got most of what she inherited. She left some to my dad as well. My grandparents on my dad's side live about six hours away with my aunts and uncles. It's literally literally just me and my dad here and Moxie. Moxie is doing well. She's happier and seems to enjoy the quietness around the house. So fast forwarding into the future, here's an update. I spoke with my mother's previous lawyer, Amy, about the issue on Saturday and asked if there's a way to contest the will. She showed me the documents that my dad and I both signed in an agreement. In summary, we agreed on what was left to us and that we will not be contesting it in the future. Mom for the win. She also advised them to give at least 30 days to find a place and move out to avoid any legal troubles, etc. So the inheritance issue is solved. Saturday night, I was supposed to have dinner with just my dad. Apparently, private conversation between father and daughter is a whole family affair. Steph and the twins were there. To make it quick, And to end the misery, I just stated that I spoke with Amy regarding the house and other legal issues. I also added that they have 30 days to find a place and move out. Steph tried to object, but dad shut her down by saying that we can fix the issue and that we can all go to family therapy and that we just need time to get to know each other. Cue my eyes rolling. I informed him that it's been months since they moved in and not once did they try to be a family unless they needed something. I put my foot down. Enough is enough. So I asked him if he's going 
going with them or staying, so I'll know which items he'll be taking. He asked if I'm kicking him out, which I told him I'm not, and he's free to choose to wherever he goes, but I told him that he should not expect me to keep in contact with him if he decides to leave. Steph asked why I'm kicking him out of his house. I told her that I inherited my house from my mother. She said that he told her that I live with him. I guess she thought that I live with my dad in this house. A big misunderstanding on their part. Lexi argued that it's going to be hard to move since they're finishing up spring semester and that finals are in a couple of weeks. I just smiled and said to better hurry and find a place. I left after that. Yesterday on Easter Sunday, I invited my boyfriend and his family and my two best friends over to celebrate Easter Sunday. My dad has been calling me and I didn't bother to answer the call. He tried to invite me over to spend the day with them. As far as I'm concerned, the only family I have right now are my two best friends, my boyfriend and his family. It was a good Sunday. We did some egg hunting and a few games and we had a big dinner which I haven't had in a long time. It felt right. Anyway, right now I'm finishing up on documenting everything that's worth over $500 in the house. I had a few people over to help document them. All the locks have been changed. I only gave a copy to my boyfriend. Don't worry about my dad asking him about the key. He doesn't approve of him since he's quote middle class. I also hired professionals to install a security system around the house and property and I am scheduled to meet with someone regarding the fences and gates. I have not tapped into the fund that my mom left since I started college to help with tuition, dorm, and other expenses but this is an emergency and it calls for it. All of the family pictures, portraits, etc. are in storage. All other valuables that are small are in safety deposit boxes. All documents are in a water and fireproof safe that requires a key and pin to open currently in my room. I'm trying to take all the precautions and advice that was given. So the conclusion is, my dad chose to be with them rather than being with me, his own flesh and blood. I've come to accept that for some unknown or unexplainable reason, they're more important to him than me. It's hard since he is the only family I have left here and I'm not really that close with his side of the family. So once they move out, I'm cutting contact with them. He's a grown man and he can decide whatever he wants to do with his life. One of my high school friends is a real estate agent and I had her find them a house nearby about 15 minutes away after thinking through my decisions. I helped them with a down payment just to get them started just so they don't feel like I didn't help them, etc, etc. Regarding my dad, we had a long discussion about the issue. He moved in with them, but we decided that we would have dinner every Sunday night, just us two, and to celebrate any occasions together. I did remind him that I can't have him or any of his new family in the house after his wife disrespected my mom. I don't know much about their history and I really don't want to find out, but as far as I know and as far as I can remember, my mother was nothing but kind to everyone. She raised me to be that way, but I guess she'll be disappointed in me after kicking them out, but Oh well. My dad changed his will and added them in, but I advised him not to tell them. I've been watching too many crime stories for the months and I'm just looking out for him. He did say he was proud of my decisions and that I've grown up well and strong and that my mom would have been proud of me and what I have accomplished in life so far. After the whole ordeal and after making sure that the house is secure, etc., I went on vacation with my boyfriend. Well now fiance, to unwind and relax. This whole issue took a toll on my mental health and it was a struggle getting back to, I guess, being normal, being my usual self. Also, no wedding bells anytime soon. He's focused on his intern year up in New York pursuing his career in medicine. He wants to be a pediatrician. For all those wondering, he did sign a prenup. He was more than willing to sign it. Also, my mom's side of the family had a big military slash finance background, lots of investments and such. I could have followed in their footsteps and joined the military, but my hand eye coordination is abysmal, so that's why I work in finance. I try not to depend on my mom's money and learn on how to make my own money through investments, stocks, etc. I did take out 
out a little bit to do some remodeling in and around the house. I got to keep it well maintained if I want to pass it down. My dad and I aren't exactly back to our old relationship. I don't think we'll ever be back to it, but we're civil about the situation. I've seen Steph and her daughters around town a few times, but I don't acknowledge them. Why would I when they took my dad from me? So, knowing everything that you know, was I the jerk? The sad part about this is that the OP seems very clearly resigned to the reality that her dad chose to be with his other family. Somehow I don't believe that Steph actually thought that the OP was living with the dad and not the other way around. It seems like the dad, for the most part, is pretty straightforward. I mean, he even told her that he's proud of her when she had to make a decision that would negatively impact him. So based on that character trait, it's hard to imagine that he misled Steph or made her think it was the other way around. I think that Steph is retroactively going back and trying to justify her actions. I really think the way that the OP did this is probably the only way it really would have worked because this is one of those situations where if you give somebody an inch, they'll take a mile. So you can't even give them that first inch at all to begin with. I mean, she opened up her home and then they tried to immediately displace her and run the house and make up their own rules and everything and even besmirch the name of the mother, which is the entire reason this whole housing situation exists in the first place. The OP says, lady, you're living under my roof. This is my house. I inherited from my mother as one last reminder that the person she's talking trash about is the reason why Steph and her kids were able to live for free during this time. So if you're in this situation, let me know how you would handle it and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for refusing to get on a flight? My boyfriend's parents paid for some tickets so my boyfriend's siblings and their significant others all get to go on a flight to Cabo for spring break. Becky, his mom, hasn't seemed to like me for some reason. She always makes snide remarks about my parents' blue collar jobs and my field is nursing. We get to the airport and Becky got seven other people first class tickets and me one coach ticket. She told me I was used to it and she had a free coach ticket so I should be grateful for going. They all did their express check-ins and left me in the long line for me to think about what the heck was going on. I had to keep from crying the whole time in line. I got up to the counter and there was a baggage fee for me. My boyfriend at the time never once helped me through the coach line or said anything to his mom. I looked over at his mom's smug face as I was about to pay the checked baggage fee and I let all of my frustrations out on the attendant and I started crying. Basically, she said, don't go with that family, sweetie. They don't appreciate you. I continued to cry and took my luggage and got out of the line with the super sweet check-in woman. I was so upset on how I was treated and started crying on my boyfriend in the airport about how his mother was treating me. I broke up with him at the airport and his mother was so embarrassed. I told her what a bee she was. My boyfriend has been blowing up my phone saying how could I do that to his mother and just back out of a vacation at the very last minute and wasted everybody's time and money. Am I the jerk for refusing to get on the flight? So for some reason the boyfriend's mom has a grudge against the OP and even though she said that she wasted everybody's time and money, she also says that she got the coach ticket for free. I'm assuming at least some of them are sharing hotel rooms. They probably didn't lose that much money in the hotel rooms and the coach ticket was free. Maybe there's some other money somewhere else, but this kind of situation can still go down in a way that's not meant to hurt somebody, but the boyfriend's mom would probably have to just talk to her and say, hey, this is the situation. I'm going to be honest. It sucks, but this is what it is. And maybe the OP would have seen it differently, but the way it seemed like it happened was almost as some sort of punishment for the OP that drives her to the point where she actually freaks out and starts calling her a B. But not getting on the plane was the right call. If she would have hopped on the plane and got out there, she would have been stuck in a situation and totally at their mercy. And this is how they were acting to her 
her before they even left the country. Meanwhile, the entire time, the boyfriend is acting totally oblivious, like he doesn't see what's happening. So it seems like the right call to me, but what would you do if you were in this situation? And jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for searching my husband's pants without asking him first? Here's some context. My husband, who's 33 years old, used to be unemployed for a year. He recently started a job at a warehouse. Yesterday, while I was about to do the laundry, I grabbed his work pants and I dug my hand in its pockets to empty them before putting it into the washing machine like I always do. My husband happened to walk by and when he saw me searching his pants pocket, he rushed in yelling at me to put his pants down. I already had a folded piece of paper out, but he snatched it and then started screaming at me about how I have no respect for his privacy and that I shouldn't be getting my hands on his things. I was genuinely dumbfounded. I told him to take it easy. I always do this before his laundry and he lashed out saying I had no right. I should have come to him and asked first because he was worried about some important documents getting lost like this one that I pulled out. I said important documents shouldn't be inside of his pockets and asked to see the paper but he wouldn't show me. I asked why and he said I don't get to ask him jack after I disrespected his privacy. I almost laughed because what privacy does he have in his pockets? It wasn't like a stranger was digging into them. He refused to speak to me and later brought a new closet with a lock and moved all of his clothes inside of it. I asked him if he was serious and he said, this will teach me to respect his privacy and deter my snooping. Then he went back to not speaking to me. I am genuinely confused. Am I the jerk for searching my husband's pants without asking him first? Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The husband knows she's doing his laundry. Part of doing the laundry is making sure there's nothing in the pocket so it doesn't get in the machine or get destroyed in the machine. And besides that, this just seems like overly suspicious behavior about whatever this paper was in his pocket. I mean, what could it possibly be? Another girl's phone number? Or in the best case, it was something he was trying to surprise her with and he didn't want her to know about it. But the fact that he brought an entirely separate closet in and put a lock on it is just more suspicious than it has to be. I mean, she probably just thought it was a receipt or something, but what would you do if you're in this 
situation, being the one who was washing the clothes and your significant other or partner acted like this about you invading their privacy? Let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. I'll see you guys next time.